Welcome in, everybody. This is Too Much Movie Night. Follow along while we go back in time through our favorite movie night movies and see how well they hold up. I'm one of your three co-hosts, Brian. Beside me, I've got JJ. You scared, motherfucker? And Steve. He's one gigantic motherfucker. Each week, we'll spin our wheel to see which movie we'll be viewing. At the end of the pod, we'll rate our movie on our Too Much Meter. We'll keep track of which movies hold up to be the best movie night movies. Thanks for listening in and give us a follow to keep up with our weekly episodes. Well, welcome in, folks. You are back for another episode. We've got Commando in store loaded up in the... I was going to say VHS player, but we don't do that anymore. (laughs) Close. For this movie, it probably would have been. But yeah, guys, action adventure week. Was Was Betamax a thing? Whenever this came out, Steve, this would be a you question because we didn't even use Betamax whenever I was a kid. So. I'm trying. It may have. Yes, I'm going to say yes. Betamax was probably st- what is this 85, 84, yeah. 85. Yeah, yeah. I guess Betamax was was still a thing. Well, guys, we've got a uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. A you know he's not a barbarian, he's not a robot, but God, he's close enough, isn't he? <laughs> this was he a. Is action-packed what was it 90 minute runtime this was a thrill ride that's for sure man they they did not uh, waste any time getting to it you know no to wait did not waste any time which i appreciated that mm, yeah yeah I mean, it was uh it, it grasped you for sure yeah just just right right out of the bat it's like boom here we are dead person <laughs> killing people in the cold <laughs> But yes, Steve, as you uh, you brought up, it's a eighty what eighty five classic. We will we'll call it a. Uh, this is one of the great R movies. I feel like that that came out of this eighties era. This was a testosterone filled decade that just came out with um, superheroes, if you will, like real life superheroes is what these guys did between him and Stallone. Just these were some action packed movies. And uh, this was my first viewing of it. Steve, this being a uh, young man in the 80s, how was how was this interaction for you? Did you you go to theaters for this? Uh, No, no, definitely didn't go to to the theater for this one either. Um, You know, 85, I must have been uh, shit, 13 years old. So, um, you know, the, the 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 height of of uh, of of starting to become testosterone filled, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, no, did not uh, go to the movies to see this, but uh, did see this on VHS. Uh, this was yeah, we were. My dad was huge into uh, into renting the renting tapes, and and so uh, this one was definitely on the. Uh, on, on like with the first, you know, whenever the 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 tape came out, he was probably the first one in, in the store to get this. You know, he was just mm-hmm. that kind of he liked that kind of action type stuff too. So, mm-hmm. so being blown away, I'm sure by all this action, was this like a high rewatch movie for you, or is this one we you know came to the house a couple times and? Oh no, this has been, I would say for me, this has been a continual kind of rewatch, you know, um, initially, and then just sort of throughout the years, you know, I mean, it's, it pops up every now and then, you know, and, and I was like, all right, I'm going to watch Commando again. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, JJ, you said, uh, you watched this quite a bit growing up. Um, talk about, uh, your introduction to this for us. Yeah, this was, I mean, it wasn't one of dad's like go-to movies um he he did watch it frequently but it was just kind of a hey there's nothing else on you know this is i think if i remember correctly like we had just gotten satellite 
you know, had like kind of the bigger satellite in the backyard. And we had just gotten that, so Dad would always scroll through the channels, and if like, oh, you know, he 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 preferred Rambo over Commando. Oh, but, Stallone man, huh? Okay. I mean, if there were no, if if Terminator, Rambo, Predator, if those weren't on, or oh, what's the Harrison Ford movie? Uh, Indiana Jones. No, not Indiana Jones. <laughs> like. Uh, Double Jeopardy is that is that the Harrison Ford one? There is, yeah, there is a Double Jeopardy. God dang it, something like that. Something yeah. like that, and then like the Convict, like he would watch those over Commando. But if Commando was on, we would watch it. And interesting. Um, but I I got to view the uh, TV versions of this movie, not necessarily the full blown action pack or that that or I don't remember it. So. I mean, that's what I heard quite a bit of that. I pulled kind of the audience a little bit and uh, asking people that had seen this, you know, in earlier days that I came across a handful of people that never saw some of the intense scenes because they always saw this on TV. Like, yeah, I saw it on TV as a kid. I grew up seeing it there. So when I finally saw it on like an HBO or something like that, you know, the machete arm cutting scene and a handful of those were like, oh my God, I had no idea this was a part of it. Um, yeah. But for me, this, yeah, this was my. F- okay. Well, I was going to say, I, I hadn't seen the. the guy getting pegged in the hotel room um right yeah that was that oh, was God. a shock to me but <laughs> no kidding <laughs> yes that was awesome. but yeah like i said i didn't uh this is my first viewing of it i uh I, I remember you know young age going through an arnold phase you know making sure we watched all the arnold movies and you know uh conan the barbarian i remember seeing that i've seen terminator one two and somewhere in there, I skipped over this and made it to Twins and um, was, it, was it Deck the Halls, his Christmas movie? <laughs> and Mr. Mom. No, not Mr. Mom. Um, kindergarten what Cop. What was the other one? Kindergarten, kindergarten Cop. Cop. Yeah. yeah. Kindergarten. So I, I, I missed I Commando and slid into more of his uh, comedic roles. And, you know, that was that was enough Arnold for me. Lovely guy, charming guy, charismatic, or charismatic as you can with all those muscles. But... That's kind of where I left Arnold Schwarzenegger, but uh, this this was a surprise. I was thrilled at how action-packed this was. Being an '80s movie, I was expecting some longer speaking montages. No, I not until the final fight scene did Arnold say more than two lines back to back. This entire <laughs> I watched it twice, actually two and a half times. I fell asleep once, but he does not say back to back lines in this movie the entire movie until his fight scene when he's like. Fight me one oh one. I can't do the Austrian accent, but you know we'll yeah. we'll try that throughout the show here. You know, I read that like the directors like, like there there was so, originally that they didn't want him to speak at all throughout this uh, throughout yeah. this movie, but then the you know but they came back and said no, we can't do that. Which obviously I'm glad they did because all of his little silly silly little one liners that brought some of the comedy. <laughs> To this movie, to, uh, it wouldn't have, yeah. wouldn't have, like, wouldn't have quite had that if uh, if we didn't yeah, have yeah. him talking. The amount of times that we like got the bicep porn, the sweating dripping uh, oh, something. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Peak Arnold. That was that was a sight to see. That's for sure. Peak, truly. You know, I, you watch some movies, and some of the characters are just. They just blend in. You can't really, you know, pick them out later on. You're like, wait, who was that? Or something. This movie was not like that at all, right? You know, all these dudes, all these characters, Bennett, they were just so, um, you know, distinct. I guess you know to put it like you that. mean They're, Sir Bennett, Sir Bennett. He was a knight. He wore chainmail. He was clearly a knight. 
<laughs> fucking more chainmail. Like, what was this? It was his grandmother's like sewn chainmail for larping that he had, or something. I just, like that. I, I didn't, I didn't know that the village people had like, like a backstory. <laughs> fucking, fucking fat Freddie Mercury on steroids. <laughs> yeah, it's like so I'm gonna wear bad. my leather pants and chainmail today. Let's but, go. But it was I'm... quilted chainmail. It wasn't even chain because I, me and me yeah. and Lisa, we were, me and Lisa were watching it together. We were, and it was like. Is that shape? Oh, she's like, no, it's like fucking crocheted. Yeah. And like, it was so much that I'm like, there's no way they were trying to get away calling that chain mail. I think it was just the outfit. I read he was recast too. So like the yeah. outfit was actually made for the guy previously. By the time he got to wear it, they were like, fuck it. You're a little too big. You, you look like you shrank grandma's sweater there, buddy. <laughs> they were like, you know what? We're not going to invest any more money into this guy. He's already fucking dog shit. So let's just go with what we got. You ready to kick this trailer going? Uh, yes, let's, let's go. do it. They hunted him down. You know, Colonel, we went through a lot of trouble to find you. They murdered his friends. And they took the only thing he would kill for. If you want your kid back, then you gotta cooperate. Right? Wrong. Now, somewhere... Somehow, someone's gonna pay. Do you think that he's going to give us any problems? You'll do exactly as he's told. Last and wake, you fellas. You're a funny guy, Sally. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Are you gonna tell me what's going on or what? No. Don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired. What are you doing? Helping you get her back. Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what made you think you did. I lied. It's a mission no man can survive. He's the man for the job. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Commando. Let's party. In 1985's explosive movie Commando, Colonel John Matrix is an ex-military squad leader who's made enemies all over the world. The movie starts with a series of murders, machine guns in a quiet neighborhood, driving a new car through the dealership window, and blowing up a fishing boat in the harbor. Flash forward to a middle-of-nowhere mountain range where Matrix raises his daughter Jenny. Suddenly, during a quiet and peaceful lunch, a helicopter shows up carrying General Franklin Kirby. Kirby tells Matrix of the murders and that they will be coming for him next. Matrix tells him that he's out of the biz and just trying to build a normal life here in the remote jungle with his daughter. And no wife. And we can't forget his big, long log. <laughs> Following Kirby's exit, bad guys gun down the two nose-blind soldiers left behind and Matrix tells Jenny to go to her room while he runs to his munition shed. Matrix finds the goons have captured Jenny and are hightailing it out of there. He pushes a Bronco over the side of a hill and begins to go after them, but is eventually captured after wrecking the vehicle and told he's going to Valverde to kill the president. 
So I had a blast writing this, and she definitely took it and ran with it in the location. She was like, wait, what's up with the log? I was like, you wouldn't quite get it, just leave it in there. And I, I think she meant a different log. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his log. log. She saw the speedo yeah, scene, that's for sure. <laughs> Man. So we just covered half the movie. No, we covered 15 minutes. I actually timestamped it to make sure I wasn't going too far in that first section. 15 minutes, folks. We've got a three back-to-back murders going on here, which I, I was all down for. Get me hooked. I was like still preparing, getting my notes, getting all my, my snacks ready. No, I'm like locked in right there with that. Um, fun way to start the movie, though. You know, so interesting. Like, like the you talk about the fun way. So the opening scene, those dudes on in the truck. Well, so the guy like with his wife waking up, you know, because oh, the trashmen are <laughs> a day early, you know. Hoping Jeff and Nancy next door don't come down first. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, hold on. That was their whole fucking strategy right there. And <laughs> oh God, it was bad. And he just he he picks up the the cat litter box and just dumps it right in there. <laughs> He's like, yeah, hey. throw that on top of there if I could go. But well, and then the third kill, we find out it's not even a real kill after. Anyway, not even like, a kill. I feel like we could have had an extra guy in the platoon. He blew up in the boat, and then Bennett was just the jackass that was still there. Like, why did it have to? You know, a little extra stuff. Yeah. But guys, can we talk about this? 80s sitcom montage that we finally learn that it's his daughter at the end. We think, oh, it's a young girl. It's probably his daughter. But look, we didn't fear intimacy in my household growing up as a kid. But my parents, who I appreciate, didn't kiss me on the mouth ever. Yes. Especially was, yes. over the age of 10. <laughs> now, is that, do I see anything that's actually wrong with that? No. If you have that comfortability with your family, go for it. <laughs> But I don't think majority of it, I don't know. Where, where are you guys out on the well, okay. put down family? So, like. so here's here's the deal. Like she, I don't know how old she actually was in the in the film, but they make she a comment looks like she's twelve, she, I think. Yeah, she's looking like she's getting ready to go into junior high. Okay, and the the the, the little heart on the fridge that looks like it was made by a four year old. What the fuck is up with that? It's because she hasn't done anything cool since like fourth or you know four years old, so he's had to keep it up there all this time. But no, he like opens the fridge and like gets something out, shuts it, and is surprised like, oh, I love you. And then it's like I was expecting the full house theme song to just hop on, you know, everywhere. <laughs> Uncle Jesse comes sliding down the banister, <laughs> you know. And then yeah, the the awkward fucking like kiss on the mouth. I was like. Is she dying? Are you trying to give her CPR while she's sitting up? Like, I'm trying to think of any explanation other than, like, why are you kissing your daughter on the mouth? But well, whatever. It's, it's our generation, JJ. Very fucking Steve, uh, Steve, tell us how you kissed your dad on the mouth. On. Yeah, no. That uh, that definitely didn't happen. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know about the whole generational thing either because seeing that still was just like, God, that was just so, so awkward. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you are, Brian. I was very vocal during this part. I, I pulled out the the uh, Dr. Evil line of, how about no, you crazy Dutch bastard? Like, oh, was not about it. But, yeah, I died laughing at the, the log-carrying scene. Like, I get it, we're showing off his strength, but we definitely doubled, tripled how long that little walking montage should yeah. have been. Oh, yeah. Feeding the deer? Like, is he Snow White? Like, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> And and I'm no I'm sure I know Arnold Schwarzenegger is a big strong fucker, but that log would that log would weigh hundreds 
of pounds. I'm actually believing that he could do it. I'm going to fall under the, the reality that he could. So. No. Yeah, that bitch was weighs as much as my car, I'm sure. Yeah, that is yeah. a fucking big, heavy-ass log. There's no way. That thing down there is plastic. <laughs> it's ball- they said it was balsa, balsa. wood. Yeah, balsa right. wood. Oh, yeah. okay. This movie was balsa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So we yeah. got Kirby rolling in, right? With these two guys who don't even Kirby gets disarmed, and these guys have no fucking clue. Why? Yeah, why don't clear why, the why would Matrix care if he's there, if they're there to help? Like, all they're gonna do is get blood all over the driveway. He knows it. Well, he's just that good that nobody fucking sees him. He is that good. <laughs> I could smell them coming. The... Yeah, like what was that? I. Sw- <laughs> He's got super hearing later on in the movie when he hears his daughter's voice screaming from across right. the compound. Yeah. He's got super smell. So, like, what is this, the eighth sense here? Like, See, that's all I was saying. Is like, you know what? You can't train somebody to smell better, right? You can't. I mean, that's that yeah. doesn't come with training. I just can't imagine that, oh, they're downwind. Steve was like, what? He's like, yeah. But then again, Steve, you also didn't join the military until the 90s. This might have been an 80s thing. That's a good point. That might have been. I heard of the uh, huge nose debacle of 93. Uh, Clinton had to be pulled, brought into the whole thing. So maybe that's where it all stemmed from, you know? <laughs> maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was just, I was like, well, but obviously they didn't train those those other two chuckleheads. Kirby did a bad job of training them not to fucking smell people. <laughs> where are they getting these people from? Are they any good? Oh, they're some of the best. Dead. Can't smell worse shit, but you know. <laughs> Those dudes were fucking pathetic. That's what I was like. They were yeah. just losers. You don't. They don't see old boys in the suits hiding in the bushes over there. But uh, yeah, that's fine. Go check the perimeter, fellas. <laughs> and I think one of my favorite scenes. Can we go to the Bronco scene? Yes. Oh, I think this was probably my favorite. Like, this is what locked me into the movie because I think at this point I was very skeptical of the movie. And ready to shit all over. Like, I like to do it on most of our movies. But this point in the movie made me realize, okay, I think this is might be closer to a spoof of a movie than an actual take me serious. This is our excuse, like I said, to get Arnold wet and wild, show off some biceps, and blow some shit up. But the fact that he couldn't get this Bronco running just because they threw jumper cables on the engine, pull the jumper cables off and start it up, man. Like, what the fuck? How does that stop him? And why did they not shoot the tires? Jumper Guys, cables. Here. I, I just it, I don't know what happened. It was the jumper cables. It was uh, they, that was that was the distributor cap of the Bronco. Yeah. So they don't have those. They don't have those in the Hondas anymore. <laughs> but they pulled they, the, threw, they pulled the distributor caps. It looked like Grandma's yarn collection is what they threw on top of there. Like the dumbest shit. Uh, they pulled all the wires out of the distributor cap. So it just like it disconnected that. So it was totally shot. Nothing. But that was a good thing. You're right. That was a good thing. So now we got to get Arnold pumped up, pushing this Bronco. And then you think he's going to fucking slam in, which I was like worried that he's going to slam into a car, not knowing which one his daughter was in. Wait, which time? Because he passed him three times. (laughs) (laughs) Did y'all notice too in the cutscenes? there were points where the vehicle was like three quarters flipped. They had to have gone through a dozen Broncos on showing this because you know it flipped every bump. Man. Well, and, and, and he makes the comment. He's like, "Oh, he's coming down the hill with no brakes." So did they? Right. They cut the brakes. Is yeah. what I'm thinking. That's what and the jumper cords do. He's just barreling down this fucking mountain. Why? Why didn't they just stop? 
and just be like <laughs> wave by as he should. watch him watch him go all the way down and they're like all right cool now we can go safely we don't have to worry about him hitting us at all like he also gets in the bronco without any guns he goes to this awesome gun safe that requires two numbers to open it and why is it outside way away from the house? Because yeah. we had gun safety in the 80s. We kept our kids away from the guns. We kept them outside of the house. But let's talk Parents. about another form of gun safety and keeping the guns safe. How were those things not getting, like, you know, rusty with all of, like, the humidity and stuff coming in? Because it's just literally a door. And it was climate, it a, was climate controlled in there. They're on a rock Naturally. wall. It's not climate control i'm pretty sure the wall was like wet from a fucking waterfall or some shit in the background yeah i thought it's I like dude those things wall. are gonna be like rusty as hell and you're gonna have to keep cleaning them constantly no no that's not it's not practical next a slime ball named Sully and his goon take matrix to the airport Sully is there to make sure matrix gets on his 11 hour flight you know, and to make sure that he's prepped with snacks, some, some water, you know, some entertainment for the flight, um, gone to the bathroom before. As the men board, Sully calls Bennett to let him know everything is on schedule. Once on the plane and before it takes off, Matrix silently breaks the goon's neck. While the plane taxis down the runway, Matrix makes his way to the bathroom and through an elaborate montage escapes the plane as it takes off. Back at the terminal, Sully creeps on a flight attendant named Cindy in that typical 80s obnoxious way. Cindy blows him off, but a relentless Sully follows her to take her car and takes one more shot before his daily dose of rejection. Sully drives off and Matrix orders her to follow. They pursue the putts to a mall where he orders her to go flirt with him and coerce him to come over where Matrix is waiting. Cindy, who doesn't believe Matrix, tells a security guard that someone has kidnapped her and suddenly he finds himself with security guards all around. After fighting off the first wave of guards, Sully makes his escape. Sully jumps in his car and Matrix and Cindy follow that piss-yellow Porsche up in the hills before eventually dropping Sully off a cliff. Getting on the plane, you know, getting put on the plane, I think that's where he, like, started to panic. Because now he's like, oh, shit, I'm know? on this plane. Well, he was so smooth with his exit of the plane. But 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 but, but you can kind of see the sort of the panic in him. Like, she's closing the door. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh fuck! You know now yeah. I have to come up with a plan. You know this plan now, to where he like fucking just jacks that dude, breaks his neck. I mean, he says Don't silently. He says silently, but he 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 made a big ruckus. <laughs> Lucky there was nobody sitting behind him. First class all the way, man. Hey, those are nice like henchmen. They at least set him up in first class, which was right. Uh, that's yeah. some extra stuff right there. See that president of Valverde? He had some money. <laughs> Ex president. But so I, I'm, a, I'm a bigger guy. I say bigger. I'm a taller guy. So usually I pee before I get on the plane. I usually don't use the bathroom. I'll get up during a flight if I got to stretch the old legs. But I hate being that person like, hey, let me get up lunch. So I've, I haven't done a lot of investigation to bathroom doors. JJ, have you ever found these hidden levers that lead to this extra back door through the bathroom or the elevator that he took? Like, what happened no. here, guys? No, it. it... So that is a no shit thing. There are on big on big planes like that. There is a service elevator for the for the flight attendants to go down into no this. Way. 
Yes. Yes. Way. Is that like international flights, I guess. Yeah, like big, like bigger international planes, like that. Like you know, they have these. That was a DC ten with these big fucking service elevators, you know, or, you know, I mean, stuff I, like that. I, I knew they had them on air force one. Thanks to the movie air force one, but <laughs> I, I didn't know that they actually had those on, on big flights. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I, I guess I feel like there should be some alarms before some of these doors open because he makes his way into what seems like four different rooms, like sneaking through, going through all this. And again, I said I tried to pretend to be a 14-year-old 80s kid. So I did not know the speed at which a airplane goes when it takes off. Do you guys happen to know? It's probably going about 150, 180 miles an hour. Yep. At that, that point. Was, that was weird. That's actually the range I looked up. It said 150, 180. So I'm hoping you looked it up. But six and a half feet of useless knowledge right here. I flew in a fucking big plane like that. <laughs> That's what I do. Details just to fly it. I hear half of it does it for you. Siri, take off. (laughs) Siri, land. Yeah, the the plane's the real hero. I mean, (laughs) Captain Sully didn't do anything. Anyway. Oh, man. But yeah, he's he's moving. So when he drops off of that wheel, he's initially going 100, let's say 150 miles an hour. When he drops. I can't wait for him to tuck and roll. He wants to lift off. What the fuck? Man. And land and this, in what looks like the Florida marshes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> right. Okay. And, and let's let's look at the height at which originally he's looking down and he's like, I gotta jump, you know. And then all of a sudden it's like a two foot drop. You just see him like, bloop, and hop right back up. Like, yeah, let's go. I had a lot of problems with the different camera angles in this movie for different scenes. This one being one of them because it did. It looked like they were like half a mile up, and. He's just hopping right off and then flap. Right when that CPR dummy hits the ground, it just no bounce at all. It's, yeah, it's no like, bounce at all. And then he's immediately up like, let's go. I love it. He just walks into the airport, walks into the terminal, and happens to spot the fucking shortest dude in the entire terminal. How could he not? He followed the Yellow Brick Road all the way to Oz, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. He fucking he happens to spot who the guy is just dicking around in the terminal, hitting on <laughs> hitting on stewardesses. Um, so, so Steve, you're talking about Sully, right? Oh, Sully, yes. So please enlighten me, enlighten JJ, enlighten all the fans, enlighten the too much movie crew. Tell us why. Why would you be a fan of Sully? <laughs> Sully, I'm a fan of Sully just because he is a creepy fuck. <laughs> You just want to stick him in your pocket and walk around. Uh, just, with him, he, he, I, I wouldn't say I'm truly a fan of Sully, but that that the, the actor I don't even know his name. He's played in some uh, in some movies before that I've seen him in. That he's just been a creepy dude anyway, like the Warriors and shit. But um, he is just a man. He's a fuck. He was such a goofball, but I appreciated his um, uh, you know him like. Hey, I'm going to try this out. <laughs> His persistence. Yes. Like, hey, I'm going to try this out. Hey, ooh, you sound like you need a date. So he gets fucking shot down and then proceeds to follow her like a creepy fucker out of the place, like yeah. 10, 15 feet behind her, and then walks to her car again. Awareness of her surroundings at all. I think like, this is just the '80s. I bet this is a, probably just a regular thing where guys kind of follow you after you say no, and you don't have a cell phone, you don't have a whistle, so eh, they're going to keep trying a few times. We've got this wild scene. He rips the seat out of the car, I guess, so he doesn't hang out of the seat or just flexing the mu- muscles again. But we're in the mall. 
and I get it. There's a handful of mall cops usually there running around. He literally gets a video game's worth of a swarm around him. I've never seen this many cops in fucking Blues Brothers. I, I'm trying to think of some cop movie. But, like, there are so many... Dude, they were having like small. they were having like a Paul Blart mall cop convention or something yeah. at this place. Yeah, fifty percent off uh, gyro. <laughs> or where do they drive? Segway. Fifty percent off segways. <laughs> Even Lisa said there are not that many mall cops <laughs> and malls. And it's amazing. Like, so the guy that Lisa goes and talks to is Cindy. I, Cindy, I'm sorry. Cindy goes and talks to. He's a big ass dude like he is tall he is maybe a little bit taller than arnold is looking at the like looking at it through the camera angles and so he's like looking over he gets on the radio you know hey i'm gonna need some help with this guy calls that one and you know he's hitting on the high school girls like you know want to go see me whoop somebody's ass want to see me kick some ass Ridiculous. I was loving that too. I was but, like, that was awesome. But that whole fight scene, I was just like, I was so dumbfounded because I just, I couldn't, it was like, dude, there's 19 of y'all, one of him. And then for some reason, all of y'all attack at once. And then you all come exploding out at once. Like how, how the fuck does that, happen? I don't care who you are. That does not happen. Well, I was going to say, then he, like, they, we get into the second car chase. Mm-hmm. With that piss yellow Porsche. <laughs> and while they're swerving all the way around and going through and hitting, wrecking the car. Dude, continuity then, in this movie was terrible. And then they... up and down, up and down. What? In these scenes. Yeah. What are you talking about? We and, get to the scene... Oh, go ahead, JJ. Well, I was just going to talk about them hitting the pole. Like, yeah. oh, you see the fuck. impact... You see it, and you see both of their bodies like lunge forward, like she was going through the fucking windshield. Because she doesn't have a damn seatbelt on. Exactly. <laughs> and then like it's just like cuts to him. He's like, "You okay?" And she's like, "Perfectly fine, not a scratch on her." She's like, "Yeah, I'm good." I love that he tells her to, "You're okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're okay. Yeah. He's got that lame line where he drops slowly down the cliff, and then he flips. The Porsche, because they need a new vehicle, and the Porsche is fine. As soon as he flips the Porsche, that side that he got, nope, all the damage is gone. Well, no, he jumps into that, but then later on, he opens the door. From that side. He opened the door from that side. It's like, what? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, these next few scenes are, whoo, they are something else. So when rifling through Sully's motel, Matrix, in his own way, informs us that he's hungry, and he's snacking on a green beret while interrupting the woman next door while she's snacking on her fellow's backside. They take Cook's car on a shopping spree through a surplus store. Matrix is caught and thrown in the back of a SWAT van while Cindy loads the gear. After SWAT makes their move on Cindy, she shows her moves and fucks up the van, rescuing Matrix. They make their way to the warehouse and sees dozens of South Americans loading up tons of military equipment. Machine guns, rocket launchers, you name it. Etc. That was the cheesiest line ever. I eat green berets for breakfast. Like, what? Well, because he's like, he's like, you know, so that whole thing, you know, because they had this big spat, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? Yes. And as John Stallone Rambo. Stallone was not in this movie. 
but John Rambo was a Green Beret. And so that's why that guy says, this Green Beret is going to kick your ass. And he's like, know. oh, I eat Green Beret. So basically you're showing that he's better than a Green Beret, which is John Rambo, right? I so, JJ kind of talked yeah. to me about this movie being one of the big competitors with Rambo. This was yeah. a fight to get Schwarzenegger and another big movie to kind of help offset, or not offset, but push him as the champion movie star, the big beefcake, if you will. Yeah. The because, big, uh, big action hero. Because Rambo came out, and then they they came out with Commando, and that's like really when it really started with Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Like they did not like each other at all. Right. I guess I didn't get the shoulder tap. He reminded me of my little brother. Just like instead of going and grabbing him off the bat or doing something, he taps him on the shoulder to, "Hey, I'm gonna get you in the face." But like, oh, guns get fired at that point. You don't have him subdued. Fucking take him down. You've got the element of surprise. Not for some but, catchphrase. But that that fight scene was was a pretty good one. They were that was pretty good. You know when we fell into the neighbor's hotel room. Oh so my that's God. Alyssa and I had this debate. She was clearly behind him. So yes. we either got she's eating the backside or she's pegging him. I, I couldn't figure out quite. I know JJ's uh, clearly on the other side of the fence than me, but. They were doing some freaky shit. They had the camera up and everything. Yeah, they had the VHS camera rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he is there with somebody he doesn't want to be seen with. That's why they're in this shitty-ass motel. But he's okay videotaping it. What's well, Tuesday? He only gets to see her once a week, you know? I mean, is she a call girl? Is she... The secretary, what like what is she? Or maybe he's the call girl, and that's that's her thing. She wants to be a little bit more dominant, and uh, she's putting him in his place. True. <laughs> so, I don't know. Either True. way, it was it was a fun add-in. I feel like for the fight scene because all of a sudden you got two naked folks just scared. Like he went from hard to soft just like that. Didn't even see it, but you know, all the blood went to his brain so he could figure out what the hell to do next. <laughs> but here's what well, here's what kind of got me. They're in there fighting. A couple of shots go through that wall that they're at, but they don't stop. <laughs> they yeah. just like, hey, fuck it, whatever. Is that gunfire? Fucking keep going. <laughs> Look at it's a motel. It's the heat they probably of hear moment, gunfire. Baby. Attaboy, JJ. <laughs> Have I not had a dog jump on the bed halfway? I, I'm going to do what I'm there for. I've got a mission, and I'm going to finish that mission. But mom didn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, it it is like it. it I'm, I'm at a loss for words just because I don't understand. Like you said, Steve, I don't care, Brian. I guess I'm different. If I hear some shit, I'm like, all right, what the fuck is going on out there? Three gunshots, sure, but but there was only two. <laughs> I guess we grew up in different neighborhoods, but I mean. Yeah, Not much happened say, at yeah. the warehouse. He just snuck around. Although that's where she, because she found the clue for the for the Arab with a type fuel, right? Type four yeah. fuel. She mentions that oh, it's for an amphibian plane, and they need two hundred and fifty gallons, and that's just enough to get to that island. That's <laughs> and because he's that sitting, you know, away. he's sitting there thinking, "It's like I already fucking know this. I already mapped out the coordinates. I know where the fuck we're going." <laughs> Yeah, I'm using this compass, but I'm not going to actually use the compass. I'm just going to like just turn the compass and So JJ, you, you you've done some private pilot license stuff, right? Flying yeah. small plane stuff. Have you ever heard of Type Four fuel? No. <laughs> Never fucking that's, heard of that's where I was like, fuel. I was like, like <laughs> I don't I don't really think it matters 
if if it's like a prop plane, they pretty much use the same type of fuel. It's when I, I you totally move into it. it's when you and, move into the jet engines that you need a little bit different type of fuel. Yeah, where you got like jet A or jet A plus or jet B, but then other than that, you're pretty much using av gas. Yeah, so, av know, gas. When I go to the gas station, there are kerosene. three choices. I would imagine a plane would have four. I just, I bought it. I bought it. But y'all are blowing But then here. type four is amphibian. So there's a yeah. special fuel if you're flying over water. Well, yeah, you've got mammal, what? you've got bird, you've got reptile, and then amphibian. It's like, it's like why, why is there special amphibian fuel? It's like, that made no sense to me. It's like, okay. It just makes me feel dumber now that you guys say all this. But you know what he did look out? Thank God there was a construction site right next to that surplus place, because this man has done so many amazing feats. Why can he not shoulder the back door into the surplus store? Why are we taking the bulldozer through the front, man? Shove Cindy through a ventilation shaft. I don't care. Like we've seen plenty of ventilation movies here. Yeah. Too much movie night. Let's. I mean, yeah. It's it's absolutely like he's obviously been to this store several times because he knows where that back room is. Yeah, he knows the back room is there. He knows. Where do all surplus stores have that? (laughs) I mean, maybe I've, I've been to a couple surplus stores just because. It was like, you know, like, wonder what I can find in there. Like, let's, tr- I wasn't in the military. I want to know what an MRE tastes like. I'm going to go to the surplus store. Bought an MRE, ate it. It was fucking terrible. Moved on with my life. <laughs> it's because you didn't get the jalapeno. The you didn't get the jalapeno spread. cheese spread. the best right. cheese spread in the MRE box. We went through hurricanes. I know my MREs, man. That's right. <laughs> See, the, the Chili Mac was my favorite. But anyway. Ooh, well, we, haven't even, we haven't even discussed that yet. But but why why is why is she following him now? Like I understand she says it several times of like, oh I want to make sure you get your daughter back. Like, but who in their right mind is like I'm gonna well, follow this giant moose around? Well, she had the chance. Yeah, she had the chance to get away at the mall when she already dimed him out. But then after seeing him beat up all the security guards. And pick up a phone booth and almost drop Sully, you know. Then she decides, oh, wait, I'm going to go with him now. <laughs> because because now, all of a sudden, he's not so scary. Well, I let mean, me ask the uh, classic Steve question here. How did yes. she not know that he was the bad guy? Yeah, Sully was a little douchey, but maybe he was still on the good side. It's a great point. Go flip the script on it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was a little douchey, but uh, yeah, maybe he was on the good side. I don't know, man. I mean, she he's just... basically just like, my daughter was kidnapped. Here's a picture. And she's like, oh, you poor thing. No alarm goes off. This this store has freaking automatic weapons. They have rocket launchers. They have all this stuff, but no fucking alarm that starts ringing when a bulldozer gets driven through it. What? I mean, I think it's, th- th- okay, this is in California. Well, hell, you can't buy a super soaker in California, much less a fucking pistol. Like, what the Nowadays, hell? <laughs> I don't know about back then, but That's true. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it was amazing to me that he's just like, you know what? Find the switch. Where's the switch? There's the switch. Okay, here's a law. Here's grenades. Here's, if you notice, the, the, shot, the box of shotgun shells that he picks up. Those were actually unloaded. 
Um, they were just empties with primers in the bottom. Oh. And then all of a sudden, the SWAT van and everything like that shows up. Like, that's a good 20 minutes to get everybody over there. Well, and then we've got Cindy, too, who clearly must be a ancestor of Mary Poppins, because how she fed all of those guns in that bag, I have no fucking clue. It had to have been an endless bag. So they're walking with <laughs> duffel bags with guns and a rock. Like, fucking bullshit. Shut up. No I mean, way. Maybe, no way. maybe she was uh, a student of Hogwarts. And could maybe. Use, Little use magic spell. bags. Okay. All right. But, uh, oh, man, it you was... You don't know Hogwarts. Don't jump in. It was... <laughs> I know it's some kind of magic shit, right? (laughs) Cindy and Matrix find out the coordinates of this compound off the coast of Santa Barbara. They make their way to the plane where they're met by armed men firing at them. Matrix and Jenny make their escape in the plane, but their flight path takes them over a missile testing range. An intercept officer orders them to land, but Cindy flies close to the ground to evade their radar. Finally, the two make it to the island and land the seaplane in the waters outside of it. Matrix gets out and decides that the only way he can make it to the island is to change into a Speedo, of course, and get himself there in a boat. Meanwhile, the plane that Matrix was supposed to take to Valverde lands, and Bennett and Arius find out that he is not on board. Matrix hits the shores of the island with a full arsenal of weapons. So, okay, I have a problem with this. Who are the fucking dudes that are patrolling the marina? In this fucking in a jeep in an open in an open military jeep with automatic weapons in California in California right and they're it, just fucking patrolling some some various marina that was too yeah. much I feel like we could have just it's sent a them off public the marina <laughs> and these guys are driving around they're like hey your goal is to watch that one plane <laughs> but you could just you just go ahead and drive around and make sure every the, the perimeter is secure <laughs> damn it. I had, to, I had to roll my eyes a little too much in that one. Oh, it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, why? And, but I mean, okay, so so she's she's talked to us before, like, oh, I'm, I'm taking flying lessons. So I know how to fly a plane. Okay. And then she hops in and she's like, I've never flown anything like this. I've only flown a Cessna. So Put now you're LED. dealing with a twin engine seaplane completely different than a fucking single engine Cessna. So does that mean a single engine you can't punch the dashboard to turn it on? It's only a, a, a dual? Only seaplanes, that's what you do that. You hit the seaplanes. Okay, no. that, I was, I was going to talk about that. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about it. When I was watching the movie I was like, I need to bring this up. Punching the dashboard. It's one thing, it's one thing for Schwarzenegger to act like he's Rambo. Okay, I can understand that. But to act like the Fonz, you got some fucking nerve, Jack. Come on now. I don't see him water skiing over a shark. He has not shown these skills until now. He is clearly... Yeah, and now he's just going to start a plane with a fucking hit of the... No, go get fucked. (laughs) And then he punches that one lever to lift because she can't figure out a punch. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she's just fucking just like, like slowly revving, like, she's like we're not gonna takeoff. make it. Her, uh, the, the proper takeoff speed in a Cessna is eighty knots, so we're just gonna slowly get there. And he's like, he's like, we're gonna hit the boat, and then like just punches the son of a bitch, and they're magically up. Seconds before hmm. she says, "Okay, I think we're good," and then she says, oh, "We're not gonna make it." <laughs> 
she they gotta fucking be flying like right above the water like right above the water but then you know i don't know if the marine radar is still gonna fucking find i don't know but i mean as a coast guard you see this plane and you're like hey you are in a restricted area you need to change course now or we will shoot you down and they're like no get general whatever on the on the phone and they're like no that doesn't make any sense to me oh he disappeared off the radar Cool. Not I'm gonna problem. go take a leak. Uh, anybody need a cup of coffee or something while I'm out? Like, just forget about that whole issue. We're gonna move on. And Steve, if, is that what Coast Guards look like? I thought they was look look more like Navy uniform. It seemed like they were on the ship though with those with just some some like light blue shirts or something like that. You know, okay. um, that's what it seemed like to me. Which they probably would have, but uh, I don't know. But not not nowadays. Maybe back then. But yeah, not nowadays. Okay. Yeah, it's just something I picked up. You know, seen a lot of, a lot of, a lot of seamen in my day. I've seen tons of Navy guys. You know, yeah. Not too many coasties. <laughs> just a lot of seamen. A lot of seamen. Speaking mm. of seamen, this speedo, I was gushing looking at this dude's back. Whole like you know they specifically did this scene just to like flex him over Stallone. But this oh. dude's back, I could have swore they did a double. Because I did not think that was Arnold. Just, oh so, my god, the everything. I, I know, him. I know, Arnold's already on the steroids. But did they, they have that built into the budget as well? Like, let's bulk him up more. It's probably part of his contract, I'm sure. Because, like, you could see the fibers of the muscle, like everything in his back. Like, you know, blind person could have led the read the braille in the back of that thing. It was incredible. So Lisa, this was this was Lisa's comment during right at that scene. She's like, "Does he have children of his own?" I'm like, "I, I don't know." She's like, "I just can't imagine with all the steroids he's taking." That he was. Like, oh shit! Actually, <laughs> goes, well, wow, I mean, he looks he looks like Nathan. I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I know." <laughs> well, just like young Arnold walking around with right. shirtless, like chest out and everything. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it obviously didn't take an effect on him too much because he does have a daughter that I know of. Oh. And he has another daughter. Well, it's married to Chris Pratt. Now. I thought Anna Ferris was married to Chris Pratt. They got they divorced. Got divorced. Oh. And now he's married to Schwarzenegger's daughter. And then that whole thing years ago about him sleeping with the maid, and he now they now have like an illegitimate child as well. But but let's go back to before they land at the island. Yes. While they're talking, you look out the window, and it's like, they are at sea level. Like, they are flying so low right now that just a little ripple could touch the plane and probably knock it. But then it shows them coming to land, and they are way the fuck up there. And that's my other problem with this continuity that they have that's so great <laughs> and you get the great like 80s 70s and 80s like car scenes where it's like the first shot is always like super shaky outside the windows and then it like settles down and they like come in yeah, yeah. I was like oh my god this is so fucking horseshit. either way sorry I just had to get that off my chest fucking so terrible. One, of the cool, one of the cooler fight scenes I think is when our boy, he's finally dropped his duffel bags. He has no weapons, and we're locked up in the shed. 
But what are we going to do? We're going to have the pickaxe. We're going to grab saw blades. And uh, it was a pretty cool scene. Uh, very did dramatic. You notice the, uh, did you notice the troops outside of the building, though? Outside of the shed? That the, the, the were some? Mm-hmm. They were, they, they were all, uh, you know, I, I, I think they all tried to be Bee Gees or extras for the Bee Gees. Um, they were all white guys with fake mustaches that were hired in to be Hispanic spray, spray tans, <laughs> blending in with the other South American. No, no, uh, some of them didn't even. I'm pretty sure one guy had blonde hair, but he had like a really long, thick, like fake black mustache, and I was like, like what Big Daddy the from Kickass. Yeah. Yeah, he was just a California surfer. You know, the waves took him out a little too far. He landed That's on the right. island. He said, fuck it. Hey, man. I literally think that they were just driving by. They were like, hey, guys, do y'all want to make some weed money? And these guys were like, yeah. Yeah, what bro. like, we want you to be extras in a movie. Be like, what do we do? Be like, you're going to catch a saw blade to the face, but it's okay. Dude, freaking scalped him. That first dude that took the blade, like, it took a chunk out of there. Man, I don't know who can fucking throw a saw blade, like, that hard that to fucking spin it that fast to do that. That was fucking, yeah. that's special. That's yeah, somebody special. After I imagine, saw him break, though. Imagine you watch this movie. You're Chris Pratt. You watch this movie. And then you <laughs> fall in love with Schwarzenegger's daughter. And he's like... Hey, you want to go play frisbee in the yard? And you're like, no, I do not at all. They're watching this movie before Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Casual frisbee throw after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hell no. Count me out. I'm done. It's interesting. Is this yeah. is this where we see one of the first, uh, you know, stocking up montages of that? Because I remember kids seeing tons of movies where. You know the the good guys are loading up, getting all their shit, and like that's the, that's the scene you get pumped. Usually the music's kicking in right there. You're ready to go to battle, but that's interesting, Steve. I'd like to find that out. Speaking of which, the music. I'm glad you brought the music, Brian, because did you <laughs> did you notice the steel drums throughout the? <laughs> I noticed the steel drum. But why did you should have got the steel drums from that? It was so it was like so throughout. Oh my but god. No, it was it was a it was a drums. weird mixture of the steel drums and then there was like the the random like Chinese like I don't I don't even know what <laughs> instrument or thing it is, but it's like feel. like shit going on with the steel drums. It's like, okay, we and then there was the terrible jazz that was mixed through too. That's like it just reminded me of of uh, oh freaking uh, Mel Gibson, Passion of the Christ. No, what? No, <laughs> Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon music, like like they, there's the random like terrible jazz music in the inner like intermissions not intermissions but like in between scenes it's like we're driving down the road in this blue cadillac terrible jazz music go they begin to fire on matrix with machine guns tanks and grenades you name it they have it on this island matrix begins mowing them down one after one and when that doesn't work he sets up a series of huge explosions cut scene to jenny she uses a doorknob to pry her way through the wood covering a window in the room where the villains were holding her captive she runs across the compound and down into a steam-filled basement where she will hide until all the chaos blows over. Unfortunately, Bennett is onto her. 
Eventually, Matrix finds himself face-to-face with Arius, while the two have one hell of a firefight. After Matrix blasts Arius, Scarface style, his parental instincts kick in. You know, and he hears Jenny call out to him. From that basement, across the compound, in another building, through all the gunfire. Hmm. Bennett finds and grabs Jenny before Matrix can. The two stare each other down like a pair of feral cats. It's our big finale, folks, and Matrix talks Bennett into a mano e mano challenge. Matrix ends this, let's say, unique climactic fight by ripping a steam pipe off the wall and launching it at Bennett, impaling him into the steam vent before he dies. <laughs> that just felt appropriate. As Matrix and Jenny exit the compound, they arrive back on the beach where General Kirby lands with reinforcements. Matrix and Jenny walk out to Cindy's seaplane, and the three fly off into the sunset. The feral cats was not me. (laughs) The feral cats is fucking hilarious. That's fucking crazy. But let's let's hit the point now. He's out of the shed. He's he's running over to the main building so he can deal. Scarface style to ex-presidente. And he has that saw that doesn't run out of ammo. It's actually an M60, not a saw. Fuck me, I'm sorry. M60 <laughs> that does that not run out of ammo. It is just... the, the like when, he, when he's entering into the battle with all the guys, there is that much of the belt left, about maybe a foot. And then he shoots 16 guys. And then there's two foot, and then he shoots 20 more guys, and then there's one foot. That's fitting. And then he shoots another 10 guys, and then there's three foot. It, it is a constant, like, Call of Duty weapon. Now, this is my stat that I was talking about. Brian, you said you don't see anybody reload. In this movie, how many people do you actually see aim down the sights? Everyone's hip firing. I noticed that, too. Three people aim down the sights of their well, gun. I'm convinced he hires time. his hitmen from South America School of the Blind because these guys don't. He's literally <laughs> standing in the open for 80% of his fighting montages. Yes. And he doesn't get hit. So let me ask you guys this He doesn't get hit once. Where do you guys see your action stars? Do you like your action stars to like take a bunch of bullets and see him fight through that? Or do you want him to see him Superman style where shit's essentially bouncing off? Like, I, I kind of like to see my guy take a few hits. He's like bullet to Tony. He's very the bullet. He's the bullet dodger. He's the, he dodges bullets. Yeah, he dodges bullets, Tony. But, like, it is fucking insane. Like, I, I like to see, you know, I can't say that I'm a, like, I, I love the John Wick movies. That's great action. I'm a John McClane fan to the core. If you want to know what action movie gets me going, Die Hard 100%. You know? And you see a lot of weakness in that movie. Which you don't see in Commando. See, but you're right. and But I think it's the same thing in this type of... In this... I think that you can see how the action heroes um, progress over time. Right? You know, so... These guys are, are you know, Rambo, fucking, you know, Commando, Arnold, you know. These guys are, I, I don't know, they're like ghosts. They're like the bullets just fucking sh- 
go right through them, right? They don't they don't penetrate flesh. And so, you know, but but you see the progress of action heroes later on. You know, John McClane, he's getting shot, you know, he's fucking running barefooted, he's bleeding and shit like that, you know. Um later now I love that you mentioned John Wick. John Wick is getting fucking you know, I love John Wick movies and he's getting fucked up the whole time and he has a lot like to recover and he's just you know, he's just so so hurt throughout this you know and so i think that you see those the the, the progress of action heroes a, a little bit to where these guys yeah completely fucking like say bulletproof but i think the fans and the movies the movie people were like we're like okay let's try to make this a little bit more fucking realistic since to some extent you know as mm-hmm. you know to still keep the person alive you know but you're not they're not taking fucking headshots and and live you know but this is um yeah yeah I, I i appreciated it back then but i really appreciate it for what it is now like for action like like the john so, wick movies now so anyway yeah he busts in he kills he gets into that wicked shootout wicked shootout with el presidente blast him well like four times with the shotgun Shoots over the the railing there. Do that too, JJ. <laughs> I thought we were all applauding. Oh, I thought we were just applauding the fucking shoot. <laughs> no, there's a gnat. We we now have a basil plant in the house, and now we have gnats. Anyway, so how did you like the Bennett fight? Okay, I didn't like Bennett at all. I thought that was. There's only one person here that can take on John, and it's me. Was in he Australian? Mail. He was Australian. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I was trying to make a joke there. Steve. Whether his daughter's dead or alive, I can take it. Like, Come on, get the fuck up. You can barely get off the couch, dude. So when fucking when fucking Jitty like like whittles out that little fucking that little hole and squeezes out and they're coming they're coming in to kill her or grab her or whatever, you know? And he fucking like fuck and then he like builds down and sees her and like she just got it like I love like the timing was perfect that she just got away and he sees her like like right and then he just like boom and busts bust through that fucking like thin ass wood. At this yeah. point I think Bennett might be tougher than uh, Matrix just because <laughs> I haven't seen Matrix do that shit yet. There's a two by four in the middle, and then it looks like there's maybe just veneer plywood. And mm-hmm. he like busts through it, and you're like, it took her four hours to get out of there. <laughs> well, here's the thing, and Lisa pointed this out too. At the nine hour point is when she finally got up <laughs> to do something. It's like, yeah. wait, it took her fucking nine hours to. To, I, like, it's just her confidence in her dad. You know, dad will be here in no time. I'm going to whittle my thumbs. See, I was the opposite. I was like, this girl needs to spend less time with her dad and more time in school learning logical thinking. <laughs> well, we see we see them get down there, and he like talks Bennett out of just shooting. Good so let's let's fight with knives. And then he pushes them into the electric... Like, Gets him electrocuted, and he jumps right off that, no problem. We've seen Jurassic Park here, folks. We know. He rips the door off the boiler. Now, I will say this. Bennett gets the boiler door. There's a big-ass hot burning fire. He rips it off. He's wearing fingerless gloves. His hands are protected. He may not feel the heat from that door as much. Was it Bennett that ripped that that takes the door off? I thought it was Arnold that took the door off. 
Now I'm pretty sure Bennett took the door off, and then they he gets he hits John with it. John it gets back up, and that's when Bennett pins him up against the, like trying to push his head into the flames. Hold on, I gotta say, so his last little fucking he pushes Bennett about this thing, and then throws the pipe at him. He tears the pipe off. Throws it at him and just fucking just. I, I was sitting there. I was sitting there because I knew what he was gonna say. I was like, "Let off some steam, bit it." And then, and then he says it. At least was just like, "Oh my fucking god!" Yeah. <laughs> Everyone saw that. Right. So so now he he walks out there and he's got he's got Jenny. And they go to the seaplane with Cindy. If I could take off. And I'm like, wait, hold no, on. No. What does Cindy do before they get on the seaplane? Oh, she hugs her like she's known her her whole life. It kisses her on the fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't. Oh, my God. Some weird fucking shit going she on She doesn't here. kiss never, her on the mouth, does never she? Never met this lady, but it's like, hey, hug, kiss. I thought she kissed her on the forehead, not the mouth. Does she really? Oh, my God. I don't know. It, it could be on the forehead, but I just noticed that there was a kiss. If I'm that little girl who just got fucking kidnapped, you know what I'm doing? Like, who the fuck are you, and why are you touching uh, me in the first place? No, right? but Jenny runs up and hugs her like she's a long-lost friend. Yeah. And they get on the plane to fucking, like, fly off. So I'm thinking, okay, now you can fucking... Break into a goddamn surplus store, steal fucking automatic weapons, steal cars, kill dudes in fucking hotel rooms, um, go to this island, steal an airplane, right? So steal an airplane, go to this island, fucking kill everybody on this island, and then just fly off into the fucking sunset like nothing fucking is wrong. Right, heroes welcome, and you've killed how many people? A hundred, a hundred and two. Man, this is this is America's <laughs> shitty version of a license to kill. Mm. Like, and they won't even use an American for it. That's how shitty it is. It's like, yeah, we can always just, you know, kick him out of the country if we, it gets too bad. <laughs> but as long as you're killing South American drugs. <laughs> still on the war on drugs here. Yeah. It's okay. Because that's, I mean, that was like, this is like Reagan's presidency, right? I mean, 85? he's killed guys who are just protecting a marina. He's fucking killed, you know? I'm pretty he's... sure he killed one of the cops in the mall, too. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> and the fact that, hey, this girl for doing her first amphibious landing like three hours earlier. Yes. Does another perfect like bring in behind the helicopter? Oh, lands dude, she's form flying with fucking dude. helicopters, form flying with helicopters, and then landing that shit perfectly in For there. For not even having her like private license, this girl is an amazing pilot. Brilliant. She sat out there during the whole battle. What do you think she was doing? She was reading the instruction manual. <laughs> <She's> re- no, <laughs> she and, and she was waiting for. You'll know because all hell will break loose. So cheesy. Well, speaking of cheesy, cheesy is the way we like our pizzas here at Too Much Movie Night. Here we decide the quality of our pizza or our movie nights on a a box pizza, slice pizzas. A eight slice movie is going to be a great movie. It's going to be able to kill as many people as you want, rob what you will, and you're going home scot free. 
And a zero slice movie is going to be, well, it's going to be taking a saw blade to the head and being scalped off because that's, that's pretty shitty. It's as bad as I get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, mm-hmm. this was your movie. Who do we have uh, delivering our first slice score today? Uh, JJ is going to go first. I would love to go first. <laughs> <laughs> I went ahead, and by the way, I went ahead in, in the slice tracker. I went ahead and put your guys, I, I, I pre-filled in your slices. So, I mean, you're talking about the mid-80s fight back against Rambo. It's a great action movie. There's blood, there's gore, there's was it corny? Yes. Were were Arnold Schwarzenegger's lines kept to a minimum? Yes. Should they have been? Yes. I think they did a great job with that. But overall this movie was just 100% a train wreck. You see shit popping off all the time. It doesn't continue. It doesn't flow that well. Nothing really goes that great as a as a man hell yeah explosions blood death everything is happening all the time this is so much action i fucking love it as a shitty movie critic this is fucking terrible would i watch this movie again yeah probably will i watch this movie again Probably not because I don't have cable and it just doesn't randomly pop on. And I'm not going to scroll past and see Commando and go, hmm, yeah, I'll watch it. No. Probably not going to watch it. Is it a movie night movie? Hmm. Maybe if I'm by myself, my fiance would tell me to get fucked if I ever tried to make her watch this movie. So for that, I'm going to go ahead and give it one and a half slices. Ooh, what the Ooh. fuck? Ooh, wow. Hit it hard with yeah. the one and a half. Oh, one man. and a half. Smacked it. All right, JJ, being uh, we're being extra critical today. I like it. Jesus. Well, Steve, I guess that, that means you want to you want to finish us off. Yes, I will finish cool, us cool, off. Cool, cool. You can finish yeah. me off anytime, Steve. It's <laughs> <laughs> not on camera. Yeah, well, nope, not a camera. Only fans. Too much movie night. Only fans is where you can find that stuff, folks. <laughs> oh. Didn't know we were doing that. I thought it was just for funsies, but okay, let's make money any way we can. Might as well thought that it. was fuckedupfeet.com. Dunking my tits high. <laughs> so I, I'm very mixed on this movie. I I went into it very critical after, like I said, there was a point in the movie that I kind of realized, all right, I need to look at this through the eyes of not only a 14-year-old, but an 80s 14-year-old. A... Which is weird. The demographic was R, so that means it was over 17. And yet, if you're over 17 and loving this movie, falling in love with it for the first time, uh, we might have some child... Like, come on, man. This was way too cheesy to be like an adult... I don't know. I just I just didn't buy how adults were rushing to the movie to go see this. I missed out on the, the testosterone steroid era of the 80s, so maybe that's where I'm missing. But um, I had a decent time with this movie. I loved the pacing of it. That really kept me locked in it kept me paying attention like i said arnold didn't do a whole much as far as uh deep acting with multiple lines but with he did a great job with what he had um i loved the arnold porn you know the wet bicep muscles the back all that you know it's it's great to see what we're doing here fighting against rambo but we had continuity errors we had issues with just ridiculously like over the top stuff and sometimes it's hard to keep me locked in because I'm not a guy that just loves a movie just because of the action. I'm a hit or miss here on the uh, the big the big manly stuff, I guess. But 
Uh, I had to kind of review some of my previous scores to make sure this falls where I think it should. But I'm actually, I don't think this is an average movie. I think it's just below that. Um, I'll probably watch it again just to get my wife to watch it just because, well, we love laughing at movies. But uh, this isn't going to be a movie I find myself recalling to, but I will add, I'm sure nostalgia plays into that. So with that, I'm going to go just under a average movie. I'm going to give it three slices. Uh, I think it's uh, not the worst movie we've done. It's definitely entertaining for what it is, but uh, this this is not going to be a go-to for me. All right. Steve, Steve, give me that score. Whew, so I'm up, Brian. Okay, <clears throat> so this movie, um, man, I I have always really enjoyed this movie. This movie is a it's a, one of those sort of okay, I'm gonna turn off my brain kind of <laughs> kind of movies and watch it. See you have the, to to watch this movie. <laughs> see the action of it, you know. Um, like I say, I think the 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 vividness of the characters with you know again you know sully and cook and bennett and matrix uh, you know just just how like robust those characters are even cindy you know with uh you know i i, I actually dug radon chong in this movie you know kind of find it with a little bit of her humor i like the where they were poking fun at at a lot of different things i found that i found it although very a very simple plot still very you know kind of fun with a, a poke fun about rambo poke fun of you know different stuff al- along the way so still kind of kind of smart with with some things um that being said again this is a fun movie this is a good movie night movie this is a movie that again you know i watched with my spouse um you know which she did she enjoy it uh, maybe <laughs> I wouldn't say it's her favorite movie, but did she she sat and watched the whole thing with me and was like was like into it still? So yeah, um, as a movie night movie, yes, it is a movie night movie. Is it a great movie? My uh, great movie night movie, mm, maybe not, but it is still up there. And so with that, it definitely gets a uh, it's a five for me. As a movie this night is, movie. This is the widest spread we've ever had. Well, everybody at home, you're sitting there sorry, thinking, well, sorry. Guy, <laughs> guys, I've, I've sat here for the whole thing. I want to know where this falls on all your movies. Well, Commando at 3.17 is going to be better than Starfighter, but not quite as good as Spies Like Us and The Great Outdoors. And uh, me giving it a Fitting. three, I like where it landed. I think it's just under that cusp of those decent 80s movies, but... Like like JJ said, this isn't going to be one we're gonna we're gonna pop in a DVD player regularly. Predator the Schwarzenegger, but but everybody, we appreciate you listening. Thanks for hopping on along with us for this Commando movie night movie. Thanks for listening. Give us a follow, subscribe, tell your friends. We're all over the place. Hey, appreciate it. Love you guys. See you next week, folks. That's a great finish. That's a fucking great finish right there.